Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 14 of our podcast that I originally recorded on February 24th of 2014. This is a solo episode with just me as Greg was having internet problems. Some of the news stories I discussed were Bioshock developer Irrational Games closing up shop. PS4 is officially on sale in Japan. Sony also announced a VR headset coming out for the PS4. Microsoft has a great Xbox One Titanfall bundle. And some of the games I played during the week were the Titanfall beta, Danganronpa, Trigger Happy Havoc, The Walking Dead Season 2 Episode 1, Assassin's Creed 4, and I also discussed what I want to play. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers. Welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. This week is episode 14, and it is just a solo episode with me, Joe Luzzi. Um, Greg Martin is having problems with his internet connection tonight, so he will not be available to join us. So he told me to just go ahead and run with the show and do a quick show tonight, and we'll see how this one turns out. Uh, we can be found at what I'm playing now at gmail.com. Send us some emails and let us know if you have any questions for us or anything or any feedback. Follow us on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Drop the G. Um, and the website's www.whatimplayingnow.com. That's where you can find some of our videos and some of the stuff we are currently playing. Since Greg's not here, we're going to have to skip the first segment of the show that we started a couple weeks ago, and that is Uncle Greg's Picture Hour. Um, so I did not have a chance to draw anything since I didn't know I was going to be flying solo tonight. So hopefully next week Greg will have a couple of pictures for us to share. So let's get on with some news stories. One of the first big news stories of the week was um, Irrational Games. The Bioshock developer um, is pretty much going to be no more. Ken Levine came out and said he's going to um, work on some other stuff. He's going to take probably 15 people from the team he had with him at Irrational. Um, and pretty much everybody else is going to be laid off. So from what it sounds like, Boston was hit pretty hard in the past couple of months. Turbine had some layoffs on a lot of their games. Um, I know I play Asheron's Call, and it everybody's kind of wondering what's going to be happening with that game currently. Um, it seems that the February update has been delayed for a little bit. After the February update, though, nobody's really too sure what's going to happen. It sounds like DDO and Lotro are both kind of on hold and not getting any further updates or expansions this year. So it'll be interesting to see what actually happens with Ashron's Call since that one, that's a game that pretty much gets monthly updates. But that's a little tangent. Back to Rational Games. Um, Ken Levine said he wants to work with a smaller team and they're just going to be putting out um, what sounds to be more like downloadable games. To me, it almost sounds like he wants to do things like what Telltale is doing with a lot of their their games right now with some of their uh, kind of like adventure storytelling games. It seems like he wants to go down that road. So after years, I think it was 17 years, I think he it was stated that how long he had been with Irrational when he'd started it, um, he's going to wind that down, go to something smaller. So it'll be interesting to see what they, what this small team can put out and what type of games. It sounds like games that he wanted, He said he, in an interview he wanted to put out games that were going to be um, more for the core gamer, and he wants to work closer with the actual gaming audience. 
So I think that's going to be interesting to see what he puts out. Um, the Bioshock games are great games. Uh, he had a great franchise there. Uh, and after the Burial at Sea Episode 2 DLC, that seems that that's going to be released next month, and that's going to be the last thing for a rational game. So we'll just have to wait and see what Ken Levine gives us next. Hopefully it's something good. Next story we have here, uh, the PS4 officially went on sale in Japan. Um, and following some of the gaming numbers, it looked like Sony is a little bit ahead of Microsoft in some of the sales numbers. Uh, I don't believe there has been a release date from Microsoft as far as the Xbox being sold in Japan. But I think from what everybody knows, Microsoft really doesn't do good with the Xbox in Japan. Sony has pretty much always dominated with all their consoles in Japan since that's their home territory. And I'm pretty much guessing that the Xbox One is going to be similar, and Microsoft's not even really looking to even get into that territory right now. So it's going to be really interesting to see um, some of the sales numbers that come out of this weekend uh, from Sony and then what Microsoft is going to rebut with because it seems like every time Sony comes out with some numbers, Microsoft try to, tries to throw some stuff back. So it'll be interesting to see what both companies say after, after the release of the console in Japan there for Sony. Uh, the PS4 still seems to be selling really good in all the other territories that it's been released in. The Xbox One isn't doing that bad either. And one of the later stories that we have... Hey, you know what? Let's do crazy things right now and let's actually move this story to be the next one. Um, Microsoft actually announced a new bundle. And this is a very, very intriguing bundle, I think. This is... If I didn't have a decent PC that could play this game, I would probably get this bundle immediately, so I'd be buying an Xbox One. But the bundle is a Titanfall bundle, and it's actually going to be sold for $4.99. So it sounds like you're going to get uh, the console, Connect, controller, um, I think one month of Xbox Live Gold, and a download card for Titanfall. So basically for $4.99, you're getting a free game which is one of the best things, I think, and smartest things that Microsoft could have done um, as far as trying to push the sales of the Xbox One. Uh, since, they, since they've been behind a little bit, it's Titanfall. I did play the beta this past week. Um, I, well, not this, yeah, I think it was this past week. Um, I played it on the PC since I don't have an Xbox One. Uh, the graphics, I think, were just outstanding on, on my PC. Uh, the game ran really, really good. Uh, I can honestly say I'm not a huge first-person shooter fan. The last for FPS game that probably really, really tugged at my strings was um, Unreal Tournament 2004. So, yeah, that's kind of showing when I was really into that stuff. Uh, but Titanfall does did, did have some good, good merits to it. Um, it was really cool to actually be able to run around and then, you know, summon the mech. And once you're in the mech, it, it seemed like it was... It was really cool to control. I was a little disappointed that the the mech really didn't have a little bit more maneuverability, like like jumping, like flight, and stuff like that. I guess I was looking more for something along the lines of like Mech Warrior Online, as far as how controls goes. But it doesn't seem like they took it that far. Um, from what I've heard, the graphics on the Xbox One are really good. 
Um, but I, it sounds like the PC is just taking it to the next level with the graphics. So, which is kind of like, a, which is kind of a shame that um, from some of the from some of the online comparisons that I've heard of that the PC was actually looked so much better than the Xbox One. Um, it would you would you would kind of think or hope that a new console that's only been out for a couple of months would at least be able to compete with a current PC, but it doesn't doesn't seem like that's going to be be able to happen for the Xbox One. But I have a feeling this is going to be a system seller um, for for Microsoft. It's a really good game. Um, I think people are probably getting a little tired of the Battlefield Four um, game that was out at release for the Xbox One and some of the other first-person shooters that are around. So I have a feeling this will definitely be be a big seller for them. I think them bundling this up for the same price as an Xbox One was, like I said earlier, probably one of the smartest moves they could have done um, to push sales for this. So uh, it'll be really interesting to see with um, Sony coming out in Japan, this bundle coming out here for Titanfall. This is one of the big, big blockbuster games that people have been waiting for in 2014. So hopefully Microsoft has a hit on their hands and um, we see more Titanfall. Um, hopefully Titanfall 2 comes to the PS4. That would be actually kind of neat. It'll be interesting to see what happens with this franchise and how good it actually does do and and whether we get um, some sequels or not for it. So the next story is going to be another story on Sony. There's been a lot of talk um, about the Sony VR headset, uh, and supposedly it sounds like there is going to be some announcements made in March um, in regards to um, Sony's actual VR headset. Uh, it sounds, some people are saying from some of the different articles I've read that Sony better not mess this up, that um some people are saying that if Sony doesn't put out a good enough product, that it could actually kind of hurt the VR industry. Um, whereas Oculus Rift is pretty much concentrating on the PC, they're pretty much saying that neither of the consoles, the Xbox One or the PS4, are going to be powerful enough to actually power um, their VR headset or a VR headset. So it's going to be interesting to see here what Sony releases and actually how good it is. Uh, if Sony does release a VR headset here this year, um, or possibly early next year, I would probably jump all over that. That sounds like something that would be right up my alley. I've always been a huge fan of VR. I know it always hasn't been the world's greatest um, in regards to some of the stuff that's already come out. So hopefully all the iterations that we get here in the next um, year or so are just going to take this gaming to the next level and really come out with some some nice graphics and some nice immersion that we can get for the games. So one of our last stories here is not even pretty much game related. Um, pretty much more, I don't know if you want to say pop culture related or something, but um, Harold Ramis uh, passed away uh, earlier today. A lot of people at work were talking about this. Um, he was probably pretty well known for all the different movies he was in, Stripes. He was Egon in, um, in Ghostbusters. So that was really sad to hear that um, he passed away at 69 years old. So um, that was just something I wanted to throw in there and, and just mention in case people had not heard about that yet. But I'm sure if you're a fan of games and pretty much into 
um, anything that we are here at uh, what I'm playing now, you probably heard about it pretty quickly, pretty much like we did today earlier on. So I guess we're going to get into a lot of the different things that I've been playing this week. And I actually played quite a few different games this week. Um, I probably didn't spend too, too much time on any one thing like I wanted to. But I did want to get in um, quite a bit of different gaming um, just to make sure I covered, had a whole bunch of things to uh, cover for the show. So as I mentioned earlier when I was doing the news, one of the first things I was in was Titanfall beta. Um, I thought Titanfall was pretty good. I, like I said, I definitely liked it on the PC. Um, I don't think I will be buying this on day one. Um, I, maybe I'll get it as it comes out, maybe in a sale later on. But it just, it just didn't grab me, and it just didn't keep me, and I just didn't feel like I would get my $60 worth out of the game as, you know, like I said before, I'm not really a huge first-person shooter fan, and it just didn't have what Unreal Tournament had for me, you know, back in the day, and it just didn't evoke that same type of, that same that same feeling in, in it. I guess some of the different mechs that I experienced just had a little bit different of a feel to them, but I think one of the things that I really liked about Unreal was a lot of the different vehicles and the way each one really controlled differently and played differently. Um, so we'll have to wait and see after Titanfall comes out if I if I do pick this up at a later date or not. I didn't think the game was bad. I, I, did, I did enjoy what I played. I just didn't think it was something that I would be one, able to invest the time into that I would want to, or two, that I really wanted to. So um, we'll wait and see what happens with Titanfall. That may be something to pick up, like I said, later on during a sale. One of the other games I continued to play from last week was Danganronpa, um, Trigger, Trigger Happy Havoc. Um, still loving this game. I'm not done with it yet. Uh, I only got to play it somewhat, considering all the other things that I wanted to try to get into play this week. Um, I think the story, this is probably one of the best stories in a game I've played in quite a while. Um, I'm, I mean, I've, been, I've still been playing some Persona 4 Golden. I think the story in Persona 4 is great as well, but Danganronpa is the the story is just just incredible. And like I said last week, I really don't want to go into too too much of the story because just giving away the story is going to give away a lot of spoilers. So this is a game that if you're if you're into any any sort of anime or any sort of the Japanese games, definitely one to pick up. I, I can't praise this game highly enough. I'm so glad I bought this when it first came out, and um, I'm hoping I'm going to be getting it done here. I'm going to try to maybe knock through a lot of it this week because there's a couple of things I want to get um, before the new South Park game comes out in about... Um, actually, that game comes out a heck of a lot sooner than I thought. I think that's coming out in a, couple, in a week or two, so... Um, yeah, I don't have much time to finish some of these other games before South Park, so South Park may actually be put on on temporary hold until I get some of these other things knocked out. So, um, One of the things I was able to start and finish um, that I wanted to get done before the beginning of March um, was The Walking Dead Season 2, Episode 1. I was able to play that yesterday. I started playing it yesterday morning and pretty much knocked it out in a couple hours. I think it was about maybe about a three-hour episode is what I played through on that one. Um, it picks up, you're playing as Clementine, um, and I really thought the story, 
picked up at a great spot. I think the story is just as intriguing, is just as is just as good as the first uh, the whole the first whole season was. Um, uh, they Telltale hasn't missed a beat um, whatsoever in starting season two um, with this first episode. It was there were just so many different parts of the game that just pulled so many different pieces of tugged on emotions from every direction and and it's definitely one you do not want to miss if you have not played uh, the Walking Dead the Walking Dead game from Telltale Telltale Games the first one um, definitely pick it up now before season 2 gets any further underway because you're going to want to just plow through that first game and just jump right into the second season here um I'm, my wife and I are huge fans of the television show, and uh, this game is is just as good. Um, Clementine gets into a lot of different situations. I wasn't really too sure if I was gonna gonna be able to get into playing as as a as a young girl like that, but um, this the story was extremely well written. So this is definitely something you don't want to miss. So after I was done with that. I really wasn't too sure what else I was going to play yesterday. The wife was supposed to be home early yesterday, so I really didn't want to get into any of the Danganronpa because I just like to have some time set aside to get get into that story and everything. So I actually threw AC4 back in my PS4 and um, turned back into a pirate and was playing that for a little bit. I hadn't touched um, Assassin's Creed 4 here probably in about two, three weeks, maybe even a little more, actually, with all the other games I've been playing. Um... And it was just nice to get back into Kenway shoes and and just get back onto the high seas, sailing around. Pretty much all I was, I did a couple of quick quests in the game, and then I kind of just did some, I hate to say grinding, for lack of a better word, where I was just kind of just sailing around, just trying to destroy as many ships as I could, and just get as much equipment as I could to um, better equip my own boat and just do a lot of upgrades on it. So. I was kind of just grinding, and I kind of just wanted to max out my cannons and my hull, which I haven't been able to do yet. Still trying to find a lot of metal. Um, but um, that game is still great, and I still want to get back to that to finish it. So, But I had so many other things on my radar this week. Um, the Final Fantasy XIV beta started this week on the PlayStation 4. I know that game's out on the PC. Um, I think even out on the PS3 you can play it on. Um, I do have some friends that are playing it. And they're really enjoying the game. Um, I played Final Fantasy XI for a little bit. I played it on the PC when it first came out and was released in the U.S. Um, I was in the beta for a little bit and then actually kind of enjoyed the game, so I figured, what the heck, I'll pick it up and play it. The game for me, Final Fantasy XI, just got to be way too much of a grind way too early on, and the grouping was just mandatory um, once you got into like, your double-digit levels. And it was just something. I had a couple of friends that were actually playing at the beginning, and then they dropped off. And once they dropped off, I kind of dropped off as well. So I just really never really got too far in it. I had some friends then that played it probably about a year later on the Xbox 360, so I picked it up on the Xbox 360 to play with them. And they were all already max level. They were working on a lot of different things than what I was trying to do at the beginning of the game. And once I hit that grind, I just realized... Final Fantasy XI was just definitely not the game for me. So I was kind of excited to pick up Final Fantasy XIV. I had tried to play the beta when it had been released on the PC 
a year, year and a half ago, whenever that was originally released before it became um, A Realm Reborn, when it was just first came out. And the game was so laggy during that first beta time when the game was coming out. Um, pretty much unplayable. I didn't even play the game other than trying to run around a little bit. And it was just so disjointed and just so broken of a game that I just instantly stopped and just went on to a couple of their MMOs that I was playing at the time. So I wanted to at least give The Realm Reborn uh, a fair shot, especially since it was out on the PS4, it was free. I figured, let me get this downloaded and load it up and let's give it a shot. So I tried to spend most of Saturday with it, and I have to say it's it's not a bad MMO, but it doesn't bring anything new to the table as far as MMOs go. And I know most of the most MMOs are pretty much the same. They've all been rinse, repeat, do the same thing over and over again, but... This game really felt like it was just something that should have been released three, four years ago, um, not in 2014. I was very surprised when I didn't, when talking to NPCs, there were no, there were no voiceover acting for any of the NPCs. It was, it was all text-based. Uh, the graphics were good. I think the cutscenes looked spectacular in the game, um, but they're cutscenes. I mean, cutscenes in any game tend to look better than the game itself. And even just running around on the on the PS4, the game just had that look of Final Fantasy XI to me just a little bit better. Um, maybe I'm not remembering Final Fantasy XI as much as I as much as I should be. Um, but it just it just had that whole Final Fantasy XI feel to me. Maybe it was just the music that just reminded me so much of it or or just everything but the other, the other part that kind of fell flat on its face for me for, for Final Fantasy XIV, for it being a Realm Reborn and supposedly being worked on for like over a year before it being released, the tutorial in the introductory section of the game was just freaking horrible. It was a good hour, hour and a half before I actually left the town to, to go fight anything, and I was doing fetch quests and, and quests just running around town, picking things up, and I just really felt like I was wa wasting my time. And I noticed after I played for several hours, once I got, um, you know, past some of the beginning levels, I noticed I really wasn't even paying attention to the NPC, from the to the text from the NPCs anymore. I was pretty much just hammering the X key as fast as I could just to get a quest, just to go run and do something, just to try to see what was going to be next. And I normally don't play MMOs like that. I normally try to tank, take my time when I'm playing an MMO. I like to get immersed into the story. I like to read it. I know that's probably odd. Most people don't get, don't understand that. But I actually like to enjoy the game. I actually don't like to just, um, just do that whole pound through text thing and just grab a quest and just go finish it. And I kind of like to know the background of the quest, kind of what's going on. Why am I doing this? Why am I here? And I, I spent all day with Final Fantasy XIV, and I and I I wanted to stop halfway through the day and just jump onto something else. But I I wanted to just push my way ahead and try to get as far as I could and just experience as much as I could, just to give it a fair shake. Because I know when you're playing an MMO, you can't just always play the first couple levels and be like, oh, well, the rest of the game is going to be like that. So I, I've been playing MMOs for 13 years now, so I know how I know what they're like, and I know you have to kind of get past those whole first introductory levels where they're trying to teach you stuff, but 
the stuff they were teaching me and the the way it was explained in Final Fantasy fourteen, it was just it it needs to be re reborn because it was it was really really bad. Um, it was everything just felt like they were they were kind of telling you stuff, but not in the right not in the right way, not in the right order. I just didn't feel like the flow of it went fine or was working for me or anything. So after spending all day Saturday with Final Fantasy fourteen, I pretty much just felt like, okay, I really don't need to touch this again and Final Fantasy fourteen is pretty much dead to me. So I was talking to one of my buddies at work. Um, his wife's actually playing with Final playing Final Fantasy fourteen on the PC um, with a guild I used to be in in Rift. And he kind of just laughed and said, yeah, he was going to disown me as a friend if he said I actually liked Final Fantasy XIV. So when we were having our discussion at work today and I told him, you know what, Final Fantasy XIV just really isn't the MMO for me, he just kind of laughed and agreed. Um, so I, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are, that are enjoying it. I, for one, am looking for something a little different in an MMO. I didn't see Final Fantasy XIV bringing anything new whatsoever to the table. Um, maybe there's endgame stuff that I just didn't experience. The beta was only to level 20. I honestly didn't make it to level 20, but I mean, I tried to play it as much as I could for as long as I could before I just kind of had to throw in the towel and just be like, you know what? This game just isn't for me, and I just need to move on to something else. So one of the other things we played this weekend, um, my wife and I have this thing for Zen Pinball 2. I don't know what it is. Um, we like to just sit there and just play that for a little while, um, you know, have a few drinks and just play some pinball. Um, there were new soccer tables that were released this week, and I picked up one of the one of the teams from Italy, and it was really, really enjoyable. I had kind of a blast with this thing playing it. I had one of my highest scores ever. I know you get a trophy um, on Zen Pinball 2 if you hit 150 million, I think it is. And on one of the games, I got 149,700,000, and I was quite livid that I did not get to that 150,000 point. It was so damn close. Um, but uh, I was having a blast playing that for probably a couple hours the one night. Uh, we, my wife and I also downloaded um, the Plants vs. Zombies table because uh, she was a pretty big Plants vs. Zombies fan, and we had never we never downloaded on the PS3. Um, I thought we had downloaded the demo, but once we kind of started playing it, neither of us really remembered playing it before. So we kind of sat there and looked at each other. I was like, it's three bucks. We downloaded it, and... I, I let her I let, I let her sit there and play it for probably a good couple hours, and I just kind of grabbed my Vita and was just screwing around with a bunch of different things on that um, while she was playing it so she can get some PS4 time in. She really hasn't been playing the PS4 too, too much. Um, but she was she was really into the Plants vs. Zombies table, and she just kept saying, you know, after every, after every game, she goes, let me just try one more time, let me just try one more time, and she was trying to beat her high score, and it was just, it was just really funny sitting there sitting there watching her play that and just not being able to put down the controller and just wanted to one-up her score one more time. So that is pretty much a summary of um, what I did for the week. Greg had a bunch of things he wanted to talk about. He had some more of his Lightning Returns Final Fantasy thirteen stuff going on. Um, he says it's consumed his life. He did some Star Ocean. But 
that's pretty much about it for me for the week as far as what I played. Um, I didn't get any board games in this week. I think my wife and I talked about maybe doing some Pathfinder uh, one night this week or this weekend coming up. Uh, she was sick this past week, so we really didn't get a chance to to do too too much with board games this weekend. Um, just her sitting there playing some PS4 on the couch was about all she could muster up. So that's about it for the what I'm playing now part of the show. And we're going to jump into the last part of the show, what I want to play. And the one thing I'm drooling for this week, there was a new trailer that was released for The Order 1886. And damn, does this game look good. When you want to talk about next-gen graphics... This game looks like it has everything. I know the new Thief game is coming out this week. And from what I'm seeing from some of the early reviews, it looks like that game is scoring okay, but it doesn't seem like it's knocking anyone's socks off so far. Um, I'm going to have to watch a couple of the reviews and read a little bit more about it. It seems like it's averaging maybe around a 70 right now, as from what I can tell from some of the early results that are coming in. But... um. But back to the order 1886. This new video that they put out there, it was if if it's a video you haven't seen, we're going to put the link on our site. Um, I think I have the video the video from Game Trailers um, is where I watched it, and I have to say, this game just is definitely going to be something I pick up on day one when it's released. I will, I am not going to pass this game up. This game looks like it has everything. Um, it looks like they're really concentrating on the single-player aspect of the game. There's not going to be any multiplayer in it whatsoever. And I think Greg and I talked a little bit about this last week. I think that's actually a really good idea that developers and some of the gaming companies are really getting into that. Um, concentrating on either um, the single-player game like The Order is or multiplayer is like um, Titanfall is because Titanfall is a multiplayer-only game. So... I think it's good when the companies try not to tack on one part or the other to to their game just to kind of get a check mark or just to try to say that, hey, our game has all of these aspects to it. I'd rather play a game that has one aspect to it done extremely well rather than a game that has that's multifaceted and just doesn't really do good or doesn't really look good from any way you look at it. So... Anyway, I've looked at the anyway that I've looked at the order of 1886 so far looks incredible. Um, the game sound, the gameplay sounds like it's going to be challenging and fun. It's going to be a little different and interesting. I'm I'm kind of really interested to see where they're going with this whole time frame that they're playing in and the era that it's set in, um, because it almost looks like it's set in a Victorian time, um, 1886 England time. Um, but then the weapons and some of the communication styles that they have and some of the other travel aspects of the game just look like it's futuristic. So it's just a complete mishmash of stuff that I'm, I'm hoping just works so well um, like the video trailer is and just can't really wait to play it. So that is my one drool of the week and the what I want to play now. Can't wait for this game to come out. Um... It just can't come out soon enough, and hopefully I can get through all this other shit that I've been playing for the past couple of weeks and just get some of these other games knocked out here. So when that game does come out, I have an open time frame to just sit down and play nothing but it. So I think that's going to be it. 
we're just over the 30-minute mark, which is, I think, pretty good for a solo show today. And that's about all I'm going to say. Um, check out the website, www.whatimplayingnow.com. Um, hit us up on Gmail if there's anything you'd like to hear us talk about or if there's anything, um, any suggestions you have for us, whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, at whatimplayingnow. Don't forget to drop the G. Twitter only lets you have so many characters. And that is about it, everybody. Have some fun gaming, and we will see you next week with another episode of What I'm Playing Now. Have a good one, everybody. See you later.